sign of commitment betrayed. Welcome to another Pure Fandom Podcast. This is Star Wars Theory Series. We are on part eight. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Of this theory series. My name is Liz, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, it's Pat. What's up, Pat? I'm good. How are you? I'm fabulous. Um, I'm really excited about this week because I actually did my research on it. <laughs> um, this week we are talking about the Kenobi theory for Ray. It's going to be legit. I think it is legit. Mm-hmm. So last week we discussed um, what fans should expect in episode eight. So this will actually play a lot. This episode will play a lot into that. And our other brother and guest host, sometimes Jack, sent us this article. I believe it's from moviepilot.com. And it kind of collects all of these internet theories about who Ray's parents could be. And Before reading it, I was very skeptical, but after reading it, I kind of think it might be true. I mean, it's it's a legitimate theory. There's some merit there. There really is. Yeah. Okay, let's start breaking it down then. We're going to talk a little bit about Attack of the Clones, or not Attack of the Clones, I'm sorry. (laughs) Liz, it's fine if you really want to. No, we're not talking about episode two. It's actually on in the background right now. No, it's not. Just to kind of get us in the right mindset. Well, um, now we just lost half of our listeners <laughs> because of that. Um, what I meant to say was we're going to start with Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is the cartoon series before Rebels. But mm. they're all canon, of course. I know we say that every week, but just so people know, it's not like these shows are different timelines. Everything is under the same universe. Okay. So, in Star Wars The Clone Wars, Obi-Wan had a love interest named Duchess Satine. And she was a fierce bitch. And um, she was the leader of the new Mandalorians. And it was on the planet Mandalore. And you said, did you, you said you did watch The Clone Wars or a little bit of them? I watched the first couple seasons. And it was probably like five or six years ago. I don't even really remember. They, They were good. But, like, after reading this article, it makes me want to watch them now. I know. And yeah. there there were, what, six seasons, you said? Six or seven. There was quite a few. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, during this time on The Clone Wars, Obi-Wan and Duchess Satine became very tight. Um, they both wanted something more, much like Anakin and Padme. Okay. Um, And again, um, we'll put this article at the bottom of our post, but it very nicely outlines everything. So we'll kind of use this as our guide as we talk through this. Um, So what this article suggests is that if Obi-Wan did have relations with anyone, it would be Satine. Um, Especially because they actually profess their love to each other. They don't ever like consummate. Or they don't ever allude to that. As far well, as we know. Exactly. They actually kind of allude to it because they both say that they love each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, spoiler alert, if you want to watch the cartoon and don't want to know this next part, um, she was actually killed by Darth Maul. And it was Darth Maul's revenge against Obi-Wan, um, I'm assuming for chopping off the lower half of his body. <laughs> so, and when she dies, she actually says, remember, my dear Obi-Wan, I loved you always. I always will. 
It's pretty deep. I mean, that's pretty deep. Like, yeah. even if they were just besties and, like, thought, mm, yeah, if you weren't a Jedi and I wasn't, like, a Duchess, we could totally do this. Like, I don't <laughs> think you would just say that. Like, they yeah. loved each other. Spoils of war, for sure. Oh, spoils of war, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so just not based on that alone, there's a lot more to support this theory. But just based on that, oh, and she kind of, like, disappears for a little bit. And then comes back. And people are like, okay, so was she having a baby? Like, what was going on? Um, do you think that – I mean, it's quite possible that they hid their baby. That wouldn't be something new in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly a possibility. Yeah, with her just kind of like dipping out for a little bit, you're like, well, what is she doing? You know? Yeah. It's it's like it's not like she has like another side piece, you know, as far as we know. No, she's so, busy like, I yeah. don't know, saving her – Mm-hmm. people whatever but i mean i could they, they both it seems like at least that they're probably mature enough to where it's like okay this is the situation this is what we need to do to make sure it just stays under wraps yes because you know? An- uh, obi-wan's a little more level-headed than anakin anakin's kind of a hot mess so i think obi-wan's a little more rational about it 100 percent. so <laughs> if it would have happened he would have made sure that like the kid was safe and like yeah. okay mm-hmm. um oh shit okay so there's that She's gone for a while. No one knows why. She probably was having a baby if we're going to indulge in this theory. Now, what kind of where it gets interesting um, is the episode Visions and Voices in Star Wars Rebels. So once again, the writers of Star Wars very much say that all these shows are canon, like they all play into one another. They've been putting Easter eggs in Rebels that could support this theory. So... There's this dark saber. Have you seen the dark saber in Rebels yet, or are you caught up? I haven't. So okay. like seeing this, it's I need to catch up. I almost want to call off work today and just kind of. I know, right? Catch up. Yeah. I know. Seriously, I think I'm going to do that tonight. I don't have plans. There you go. Let's binge it. I can't tonight. Uh, I'm. <laughs> what the heck? You just said. I'm oh, busy. you're going to call off work. You're busy. Mm-hmm. Too busy for your sister. Sometimes. Are you on a date? No. Oh, work. Mm-hmm. You look mischievous. If we must talk about it. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll get back to Star Wars. Whatever, all right? Okay, so this Darksaber thing was used by Darth Maul to kill Sabine. So it has, like, a lot of pain and memory attached to it. Well, in Star Wars Rebels, Ezra... Well, first we should say, we've talked about this before, Darth Maul is Maul. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes. Okay. So Maul and Ezra go on this hunt, um, which I'm assuming they're trying to find... Yeah, they're trying to find the hiding place of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And you said Ezra trusts Maul a little bit? At least from what I've seen. I haven't seen any of season three, but like the beginning of... Or the end of season two, like they... Ezra like kind of befriends him because he's trying to get into the, the Sith temple at the end of the season. And so Maul like helps him. And for some reason, Ezra just like trusts him. That's from what I've seen. Okay. So they obviously form some sort of relationship. Gotcha. Okay. So with this, um, obviously Maul still has the Darksaber from when he murdered Satine. And um, he hid it away on his home world, which apparently is desolate. That's called Dathomir. And they're trying to find the hiding place of Obi-Wan. So Maul and Ezra summon the night sisters which i think don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure they actually like made darth maul 
Like, didn't they, like, make him from, like, witchcraft or whatever? That was, like, Darth Maul's backstory. I, I don't know his backstory, but it would make sense. Yeah. Because Darth th- Maul just seems kind of, or Maul. <laughs> right. Like, seems a little uh, off. Yeah, so. and sinister. Yeah. So there are these witch chicks, and um, these witch chicks called the Night Sisters, they locate the planet that Obi-Wan is on. So while this is happening, Sabine, who, not Satine, Sabine, she's another character in Rebels, and Kanan, who is, we all know who, or is it Kanan or Kanan? Kanan. Kanan, I'm sorry. So Sabine and Kanan, another main character, they follow a tracking device that they place on Ezra, they go to Dathomir, they enter this cave where the Night Sisters are, um, they end up getting like possessed or whatever, but Ezra ends up defeating the Night Sisters by like killing them with the lightsaber or whatever. And they also use the dark saber to kill these crazy Night Sister witches. <laughs> but before they leave, Sabine um is called to the Dark Saber. Like or it's called like she's kinda like, wait, what's going on? Almost like mm-hmm. Ray is called to Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. In episode seven. So that would mean in Star Wars lore that she has some sort of connection to it, right? Yeah. And actually, this would make a lot of sense because I just realized who Sabine is, just thinking about Rebels. Oh, really? And her and Ezra have always had like a thing for each other. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Hold on. Okay. So, well, no, that's actually a good point. Okay. So So this, this, this to me, actually, I'm actually starting to like buy into it. That's saying a lot because you're pretty, um, you have to be wooed. With a theory. (laughs) (laughs) You like to be wooed. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Sabine is called to this dark saber that also killed her rumored mother, Satine. But she has no idea it's even a rumor that it's her mom. Okay. So now let's move to how Sabine could be the illegitimate child of Satine, the Mm -hmm. Duchess of Mandalore, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I guess the executive producer of Star Wars Rebels has been, like, teasing the idea, excuse me, not that she is a Kenobi, but that her role will be much more significant Mm -hmm. in this season three. And I quote, Sabine's story will grow greatly in importance in the third season, and she kind of comes up to stand next to Ezra as far as being an important player on the show. And she isn't as much a supporting character, which I think is a great transition for her as a character. So super vague, but basically saying, yes, you know, she will play a larger role. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know that much about her background, and we don't know a lot about her family. We know that she's from Mandalore, that she's part of House Vishla, like the dog, and her mother was a member of Death Watch, which is like this Mandalorian splinter cell thing during the Clone Wars. But that doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That that's actually her background or that was her mom. Mm-hmm. But it certainly could be. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, like Movie Pilot points out, Princess Leia was Bail Organa's daughter. But, you know, her birth parents were obviously... Padme and Anakin. Mm -hmm. So this is nothing new to the Star Wars universe, placing her with someone else in order to protect her. And as I'm thinking of it, it makes sense as well because she's still from, she's still a Mandalorian. So maybe Satine and Obi-Wan placed her with a trusted family on their world. So that way they could keep an eye on her and know that 
her true identity wouldn't be unveiled. That's true. Yeah, I mean, this this definitely, the more and more we're going through this article, it's it's starting to, where it could make sense. I know. You know? I, there are just, there's a lot connecting Sabine and Satine and Dark Maul, or not Dark Maul, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I just, why would they be putting this character at the forefront and have all this different lore? Mm-hmm. And they're searching for Obi-Wan. Right. If it all didn't connect somehow. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. So we know that she's of vital importance this season, to quote movie pilot, um, and that they're still searching for Obi-Wan. Um, I don't know. Some big things could be revealed. Now let's tie it all into episode eight and Ray. So if Sabine is the daughter of Satine and Obi-Wan Kenobi, and she has this relationship with Ezra that's a bit flirtatious, they're getting closer, some people are saying that Ezra and Satine will fall in love, have a child, and that child is Rey. And what makes this even more significant is, um, if you've listened to us throughout our entire Star Wars theory series, part two, we talk about how Benicio Del Toro could very much likely be Ezra in episode eight, which would kind of tie this all together. It'd be interesting because the only thing about it, though, is like if, if they... If they are the parents of Rey, it's got to be later. Like it, it's got to be something that develops like after Rebels, because this Rebels is what like thirty five years before Episode Seven. Well, and aren't they so, like teenagers? Yeah. So I guess yeah. I mean, I think they are. I don't know if their age is actually confirmed on the show, but it's something that you feel like if if they were to have Rey, it'd be later, sometime like it'd have to be after Return of the Jedi. Really, because Ray, I mean, I don't know if Ray's age is confirmed, but she looks like she's like a teenager or like early like, 20s. Yeah, you know? I would say she's like 17. Yeah. Maybe. That would be my guess. So it's got to be afterwards. Okay. All right. So if, so do you think then this kind of goes to what we were talking about last week with when will this whole Skywalker storyline be wrapped up? If they're introducing this you know, really bringing Ray's character and her story to the forefront in episode eight. That would make sense if we're having Benicio Del Toro's character come in. He unveils that he is her dad, which, of course, again, in I can't believe I'm saying this. Look at what they're doing. Their empire strikes backing us. Mm-hmm. They're going to reveal. Yeah. They could reveal that Ezra is Ray's father, and they're doing that in episode eight. Uh, um, but the m- major nugget there is she's the granddaughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty sweet. And it's like, just like you said, it definitely has some empire vibes, but at least it's like, I mean, if, if this does pan out, it's not like connected to, I guess, a Skywalker. They're kind of moving at least, you know, through a different path. True. And and this could make sense too, because they're, they're trying to plant these seeds in rebels to kind of give you clues before episode eight comes out. Right, so, which makes it fun. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, that's why we're doing this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. it makes it cool. And it would also make sense as to why the lightsaber was being called to her. And it it makes us as fans confused because it's like, shit, is it calling to her because she's a Skywalker, because she's a Kenobi? Like, why is it calling to her? Right. But if she is a Kenobi, it could be calling to her because a Kenobi has always mentored a Skywalker. So it was calling to her like, hey, bring me back to Luke. That's true. 
Yeah, I mean that, that's that's legitimate. I don't know really what else to say. Well, and well, I want to ask you too. What if um, I know, like it's almost like mic drop, right? Yeah, you're just kind of like <laughs> shit. I don't even have anything to argue. This yeah. makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's dive into the logistics a little bit. I'm curious about when she saw. You know, whatever she saw in her vision when the lightsaber called to her in episode seven, um, can she, because she's a Kenobi, like, can she see things that happened in the past, even if it isn't directly tied to her from the lightsaber, like due to the force? Like, would that be possible? Because a lightsaber would hold memories, like how the dark saber was calling to... Satine mm-hmm. or Sabine, I'm sorry, was calling to Sabine because, you know, it killed her rumored to be mother, mm-hmm. which is what we're assuming. Um, I mean, maybe because she's definitely like force sensitive and, you know, there could it, maybe like Obi-Wan is trying to tell her something or, or give her clues as to like her past or what she's supposed to do, you know, like yeah. with the lightsaber. So he might be manipulating her in a little bit of a way just to kind of guide her. Like, well, and we heard his voice. Yeah. So, you know, certainly he, he could have done something to the lightsaber to where when she touches it, she's like, oh, crap. Like, What's going you know, on? Yeah. It's like, girl, you're a part of a bigger story and you better hop on <laughs> ASAP. Because I'm sorry, there's no way she picked up on the force that quickly unless she was a Kenobi or a Skywalker. Yeah. There's I mean, no way. Yeah, it's true. And, like, no training. Yeah, and no training and being that old. Yeah. Like, you're either – arguably, Kenobi's more badass than Skywalker. Kenobi just doesn't fall to the dark side. That's true. (laughs) You know? I don't know. Yeah, because then it's like if you're introducing another family line that has the force like the Kenobis or the Skywalkers do, like, that's just too much. Like, that's introducing too much, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, and we'd have to have, like, more of a – a backstory. Yeah. You know, which we, we don't really have a backstory in any other family. No. Or we can't even really consider Kenobi a family because we don't really know. For yeah. sure. Well, we so might. As far as we know right now, it's just, it's you and McGregor slash Alec Guinness. That's it. All I want is for you and McGregor to be a motherfucking force ghost so I can see him. He was the best. He'll get a solo movie. You think he will? Yeah, they'd be stupid not to. They would be stupid not to, especially mm-hmm. with all this stuff going on. Well, oh, snap. So if this is unveiled in episode eight, what if they do, because you know how they love going prequel style, what if they do an Obi-Wan standalone where they explain all of this? It's true. I mean, they have a legitimate story here. And there's there's a, there's a big um, gap between episode three and four that we don't know about Kenobi that much. We exactly. Just he's supposedly on Tatooine. The entire time watching Luke. So I mean, Rebels. Well, it looks like Rebels will hit on it a little bit. That's true, but but I, but I, I hope they don't do it too much, though, because it would kind of take away from an Obi Wan solo movie. Well, I, I trust him though, because after seeing Rogue One, it was like, what do I need to know? Great, the Death. You know, the plan. They steal the plans for the Death Star. Like we already know that happens. But, yeah, but we didn't know how it happened. Exactly true. And to celebrate their sacrifice, show some respect. Oh my God, don't even. Seriously. I really, really love your passion for this, but don't judge me, okay? <laughs> no, I think. I mean, if you were sitting on a beach, like seeing your death like come towards you. Dude. 
it's like, and you did it for the cause, I think it should be celebrated and remembered. Hell yeah. yeah. Jen Urso, big excuse me. I know. Who do you think you are, Liz? I'm sorry, Felicity Jones. I was, she'd be like, what, are you a Padme fan or something? <gasps> no, she'd be talking to you, <laughs> episode two lover. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, just to recap, um, that was the barftastic version mm-hmm. of the Kenobi theory for Rey as to what her lineage is and who her parents are. I think this is the most legit theory out there. It makes sense. Talking through it with you two, I'm, you know, we discovered many other Easter eggs that very much feed this theory. I think it would be badass. And that way we could do a Kenobi standalone and actually have some solid substance to it that ties it to the the new boost of the trilogies with seven through nine. That's a really good point. I mean, all this talk about potentially a solo movie with Obi-Wan, this, like you said, would be a great way to lead into it. Cause it's more character development versus him just doing things for the cause. Mm-hmm. It's like, did he ever have to struggle through anything or was he always a freaking badass? Well, he had to for sure. I mean, he is Bay, and he's a guy like, I mean, and just, just to go through. He's a guy. <laughs> Seriously, I don't care if you're a Jedi or not. Like, they're 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 probably just Yoda and Mace. Mace has said it without saying it. Like, just have side pieces. Just don't get attached to them. He like, did kind fun. of say that. When did he say that we were discovering? Well, they always just say just learn to let go of your feelings. So it's <laughs> – so, <laughs> I mean, so it's like do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, make sure you just got your shit together. Right. Like, don't you feel. Know? That's what they were. That's what they're really saying where it's like, yeah. let go of your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, only search your feelings when you're trying to, like, find, like, an imbalance in the force. Yeah. Like, you better stop searching that shit when there's a chick involved. Or a guy, depending on what team you're on. That's true. Okay. Like, Anakin just got too whiny about it, you know? Oh, my it's God. It's like, Anakin, we get it. Like, Clone Wars, it's a, it's a rough time for all of us. But... <laughs> Just stay the course. Right? You know. Stop searching your feelings. Okay. Good call. Good job, Patty. Mm -hmm. You too. All right. Well, make sure that you check out the rest of our theory series. A lot of them, um, a lot of the more recent ones were about Rogue One, and we have some pretty insane theories that did not happen, but they're still worth (laughs) listening to. Uh, I would definitely check out um, our Chosen One theory and the Benicio Del Toro um, and possible lightsaber fights. The possible lightsaber fights we were predicting for Rogue One, but I still think they could happen in future films too. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at pure underscore fandom. On Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash bepurefandom. Write for us at purefandom.com. Make sure you reach out to us and let us know what you want to write about. We're always bringing on new writers. And Patrick, thank you so much for joining me today. As usual, this was fabulous. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun. It was fun. I mm-hmm. felt like I, I had to like focus a lot on the article, but I really just wanted to set it up. So I saw your wheels turning. Oh, yeah. To but, see, this is more of me trying to convince you of this theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, as you're going through it, I'm just buying more and more into it. And I literally just want to pop on Clone Wars right now and just get down to the nitty gritty. I have time for one episode. Maybe two. No, I have to be. Oh. All right, we're going to go watch. <laughs> The, the Clone Wars cartoon. Um, make sure that you check us out next week. We'll be posting these every Friday on purefandom.com. Until next time. Capes out. Woo!